This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm doing okay. I'm a little thrown off. It's it's We're recording on a different day than normal. You can say the day. Monday. <laughs> I'm afraid that Garfield's listening, Tom. Oh, he hates Mondays. Yeah. Famously. Great. We just lost that the big orange cat that everybody loves to drink coffee with. Garfield, mm-hmm. the cat. Right. In the comic, doesn't drink coffee, right? But because he's on so many mugs, they had to like <laughs> write it in. No, I think, I mean, not in the cartoon, but in the comic strip, I think maybe he drinks coffee sometimes. I don't know, I've read a lot of Garfield. Um, have you ever read the uh, the the book uh, Garfield Takes the Cake? Yeah, I think so. You you recommended it to me. Yeah, when we were when I was when we were kids, I you can like do this thing at the library where it was like. If you read books, you get like points or something. Oh yeah, like the was that the Pizza Hut thing? Yeah, you got pizza books for pizza. Yeah, and I think they had to change the rule because of me, because I tore through all these Garfield books. Yeah, and I why think, not? I think they were just like, oh, limit two Garfield books. You have to read other real books too. Yeah. And you switch over to Peanuts. Yeah, that was <laughs> Peanuts was too depressing. <laughs> Yeah, they they, they limited you <laughs> to one peanuts book. Otherwise, it'd for be like, your own safety. Yeah, no, we're gonna have to watch you. Uh, yeah, we're recording on a Monday because I'm going. I'm going away. By the time people hear this, I'm away. Where are you going? I'm going to Key West, Florida, baby. Nice. Gonna eat some key lime pies till I'm sick and I throw up. Is that what Key West? Is that where key, key lime, lime pies, pies come yeah. from? Mm-hmm. What yeah. are Gonna go to uh, Ernie Hemingway, Ernie Hemingway's house. <laughs> nice. Uh, see all of his cats, six-toed cats. Gonna go on the beach. I might go parasailing, paragliding. Really? Yeah. Why not? Because you've never have. I know. I've never had the opportunity. I've had the opportunity a few times, but this is the first time in a while I've had the. I'll have the opportunity. Yeah. Unless it's too expensive. I mean, if it's like stupid expensive, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, one time my family went on a cruise to Bermuda, mm-hmm. and I was so excited to go. What is that paragliding? Is that what it's called? Yeah, no. where they where they pull you on a speedboat and you're sitting in a parachute. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to do that so bad, and they were like, "Yeah, sure, you can do that." Uh-huh. And then, like, no, we got there, and it was just like, "Oh no, you're not going to do that." <laughs> and yeah. That was it. Well, how old were you? I was probably like, I was old enough. I was like twelve or thirteen. Oh, okay. So angry. Yeah, my parents would do that sometimes. Tell me, it's easier. Something. I would do that. <laughs> oh, I would do that for everything. <laughs> sure, you could do that. Yeah. I'm okay. Have this fight now. Right. Well, I have the fight once. <laughs> uh, yeah. You were at gonna, the worst possible time. But like, right. But you were gonna. Even if they said no, you were gonna fight again once you got there. Exactly. So might yeah. as well just do it the one time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It must they were be like, a... "It's too windy." I was like, "You need the wind to be up there. That's safer." Yeah. If it's calmer, it's dangerous. Right. I could just drop like a rock out yeah. of the sky. Sharks would eat me. I'm a little afraid of sharks down there. At Key West. Yeah. And by the way, Key West isn't known for key lime pie, Tom. Sure, it is. What's no. it known for? No, it's key. Key lime is like a the a fruit. It's right. a type of lime down in Key West. No, no. 
It's also known as a West Indian lime. They got Maybe well. I'm not or a Mexican lime. I'm not having Mexican lime pie or uh, what was the other one? New Indian lime pie. West Indian. West Indian <clears throat> lime pie. I'm having key lime pie because I'll be in Key West or Key Lemon. I like key up. lime pie. You ever have one of those key lime pies on a stick? This is neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that's why I'm. Uh, we're recording early. Uh, and we're both drinking beer. Makes no difference to you, the listener. Right. But hey, now you've probably turned off the show because it's so boring. Anyway, Tim, how are you doing? Oh, I already asked. <laughs> Do you want me to say, anyway, Tom, yeah. how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Have you seen this show on... I'm oh, I'm a bad person. I keep getting sucked mm-hmm. into these Netflix reality shows. Is this going to be the the dating? Yeah, the Love is Blind show. Mm. I watched every episode the other day, and they didn't have the the last episode up. <laughs> really? Yeah, the last episode comes out. By now, it's already out. Did they once release again. every episode except one? No, I oh. think they did it over three weeks. So I think they dropped like half the episodes, half the episodes, and then the finale episode. Uh. Um, this show is great. It's just you're just watching a bunch of sociopaths. Go about their lives. It's fantastic. Now, why do you say that? Because all these people are me. All these people have. Ex- You're describing every reality show right now. Yeah. I mean, this one is. So the, the premise of the show, for those unfamiliar, is they got like, I don't know, a dozen, two dozen guys, dozen, two dozen women, uh, is straight men, straight women. All around the same age, all like in their 20s, 30s, all so single. The real world? A little bit like it because all the men live in a house together and all the women live in a house together. Although apparently, so the interesting thing about the Netflix uh, uh, reality shows is they cut every corner possible. <laughs> you assume. Yeah, have you ever seen any other reality show, Tom? No, these go further because you think they're all living in the same house because you see them all in the same like big living room with pool tables and, and a big kitchen and stuff. But apparently they were just sleeping in trailers outside the whole time like that wasn't an actual house mm. um so anyway they spend Who cares? Their, they spend their days here's where they sleep i care i want them on their on their game for did this. they say like okay now off to my bedroom no in this but house. it's just you see this nice house so you assume or this nice living room you assume they have nice bedrooms and they don't mm. uh they uh they spend their days uh shifting around different rooms where there is a wall between the rooms and they're going on uh, bl- actually blind dates where they cannot see the person they're talking to on the other side of the Can wall. Can they see other things, though? What do you mean? Like No, you can't food. see their body or anything. No. Their, their food? <laughs> it's not an actual blind. No, I guess not. The room is lit. It's not okay. a dark room. Yeah. Although th- this whole show has like the worst lighting I've ever seen on television. It's ridiculous. But... They're they're in Very a room critical of this show that you love. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm watching it. I I watch For the lighting. Sh- I watch this show and just scream at the television the entire time. Okay, so they're going on a date where they can't see the other person. There's a wall between right, and they they spend eighteen to nineteen hours a day going on these different dates with people. What? That's not <laughs> yeah. enough sleep. <laughs> no, that's the thing. They're sleep deprived. Okay. 
So then at the end of the day, apparently they they rank like who they liked. Mm-hmm. And then the next day they get to spend more time with the people they liked, you know, if, if they both liked each other. Mm-hmm. And the premise is after, I don't know, not that many days, like five days, maybe five days of dating people <laughs> for 20 hours a day <laughs> <laughs> after this. Uh, they then after they over in less than a week have uh, amassed over a hundred man hours of dates. Well, exactly. So then, by the end of it, they are prepared to propose to the person uh, before they've seen uh, them. I spoke too soon. <laughs> so they propose in some cases. In mm-hmm. f- I think five, six cases, the people, the the men proposed and the women accepted, and then they get to meet in in person for the first time and then they go on a honeymoon essentially or like a vacation Did they get married no not yet they go on a vacation to mexico to like cancun for Eat some a, key lime for, pie with the mexican <laughs> limes uh they go there for a week and then they go back to atlanta and they live in like a condo for a month with the person uh while they're planning their wedding and they go and like meet each other's families and mm-hmm. stuff for the first time. But every single one of these people, as they're talking, you realize every, pretty much every person got out of a long-term relationship about six months ago and has extreme baggage from that relationship that they only really That's talk. That's why anyone gets married in their 20s. They only really talk about it in the confessionals, mm-hmm. not... I'm sure they talk about it in the rooms, but you know they can't show 20 hours of people talking to each other. It's Netflix; they have unlimited uh, time. <sighs> That's true, but they gotta keep it entertaining. They gotta keep it spicy. Yeah. Uh, but it's great. It, it, these people are all maniacs, and they're all—they all have a wide variety of different uh, mental illnesses <laughs> that you're seeing uh, portrayed on the screen. That uh, not mental illnesses like uh, like, in some cases, I'm sure. Yeah. But like mental mental illnesses like narcissism, not like uh, depression or or, I'm sure some. Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you're not seeing that uh, bear itself out. You're seeing uh, narcissism bear itself out uh, amongst these people and like codependency and uh, their insecurities and stuff. And uh, boy, it makes for great television. Let me tell you. I I don't like watching people who want to be on TV. No. Well, that's what I real can... people. I like watching actors on TV and presumably they're like, yeah, I'm going to try out for this scripted program. Uh-huh. And I want to do it. Right. Well, that that's a thing. I couldn't figure out when I started watching the show. How are they That how... and I like candid camera too because those people don't want to <laughs> well, be on TV. Well, kind of like candid camera. No, they want to be on well, TV. It's not, like America's not, Funniest Home Videos. That's what I like. None of those people wanted to. Nobody's like, you know what I aspire to do? Get socked in the nuts. Well, but then when they hear there's $100,000. Uh, the, the people that get socked in the nuts on America's Funniest Home Videos never win the prize. Nor should they. It's always some kid like mispronouncing penguin for 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the voters always go for that kind of mm-hmm. schlocky stuff. Well, the people are right there. So it's like they can see who they're voting for. Man, you think any of the families come in and kind of campaign with the audience? You know, go around, shake hands, glad at would you Tom, like to meet somebody would who, you like to meet the the baby that says penguin weird? Uh, would you like to get a photo with that baby? 
as a former audience member of America's Funniest Home Videos. That's not something to be proud of. You you say it like it's a big achievement of yours. What do you mean? Have you ever done it? No. Yeah, because you don't own the right clothes. (laughs) (laughs) A junior prom suit? Exactly. You would show up in jeans and they'd chastise you and tell you to get back in the car and drive an hour and a half back to any place that you would care about going in Los (laughs) Angeles. Um. They don't bring in the families until the oh, very end. Yeah. So those families are 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 they're quarantined. Probably for no that politicking. <laughs> that might be. Yeah. Yeah. It could be because that's happened before. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? The show's good. Yeah, the show's. Uh, no, the show's not good. It's it's trash. It's it's such garbage. I watched it like all day Saturday. I felt horrible at the end of it. But then I was also. It was a beautiful so ma- day, Saturday. I know. I was so mad that there was no uh, that the last episode wasn't up. That was mostly why I was plowing through because I was like, I want to see how these marriages get destroyed. That was, was the promise. I was hanging out with uh, mutual friends of ours, Tom. We were like, should we give Tom a call? No, thanks for the invite. And there, everybody, the consensus was like. Eh, it's already so late and it's a beautiful day. He's definitely off doing something. No. Tim, this week we're talking about morning routines. Yeah, welcome to the Tim Ferriss podcast. <laughs> Look, we're, we're your favorite. Optimize your morning we're your power obsession. Life hack gurus. Yeah. Productivity experts. Uh, Nobody's more productive than the two of us. No, it, it's uh, true. A lot Every of- week we, we get together to uh, record one hour and 45 minutes worth of content, mm-hmm. and it takes us <laughs> six hours, and we get hammered. Yeah, well, that's pretty productive because we could yeah. be you know, doing those two things separately, but we're multitasking. Exactly. Uh, I wanted to do this topic because, uh, because it is a Monday actually. And, you know, starting off my Monday this morning, uh, I had a terrible start to my day. Uh, I've, so my alarm clock, I have a very nice alarm clock. Cost me about a hundred dollars. Tom, the amount of times that you've spoken about this (laughs) alarm clock. Well, Tim, it was a hundred dollars. You buy a hundred dollar alarm clock. You'd want, you went to uh, America's Home Videos uh, years ago, and you talk about it every chance you America's get. America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, it was funniest. I yeah. thought it was just home videos. No, that would be boring. Somebody's <laughs> vacation. vacation. So I bought this alarm clock. It uh, brightens up the room with sunlight. Well, Tom, not real sunlight. What? It was a trope in 1980s sitcoms that... Right? What? That somebody would come over and be like, Look, you want to see pictures from my. Yeah, yeah. I'll put them on the, on the on projector. Slides. Yeah. I was with family recently, mm-hmm. and somebody showed me pictures from their latest trip. Mm-hmm. It was great. The pictures looked great. <laughs> and, like, there are people I liked, and they went to an interesting place and took pictures and were able to show us the pictures of the cool stuff they saw and tell us a little bit about their experiences. It was uh, nice. Ha, were they, was it up on a projector, up on a television? It's on a television. Yeah, they okay. connected like a, a computer, an iPad or something. Yeah. Do you think part of the reason why that was a trope was because cameras sucked back then? 
It was like you were watching it on a projector that wasn't bright enough and you kind of couldn't see what was happening. Mm, I don't know. Whereas don't nowadays think... you're you're looking at a 4K TV and everybody's phone takes phenomenal pictures. Yeah, but Tom, your thing is like you don't like anything unless there's a technological aspect to it. Well, I'm just saying it. why did people hate it before but now they love it? I think these sitcom writers were just misanthropes. Maybe. I think a lot of... I think part of it too, and this is real, I think people used to take a lot fewer pictures mm-hmm. so they would spend more time on the pictures. Mm-hmm. Where, Which is cool. Where, well, no, but now you can you can whittle down the pictures and get really good ones because you're not just showing somebody every picture you took. Yeah. You're like, oh, I took 200 pictures and here's 30 of the best ones. Yeah, it's not just, oh, and here's, was what, 24? Here's your Aunt Margaret, you know, at the airport waiting for the luggage. They didn't take pictures of that stuff. They did. That was, no. That's the trope. Yeah, that, that happened always... on Perfect Strangers, but that didn't happen in real life. Then where did it come from? I don't know. The sick mind of Hollywood <laughs> writers. <laughs> Uh, so my alarm clock brightens up the room, but it also plays instead of that, that annoying old eh, 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 to wake you up, it plays the sound of birds chirping. Yeah. I love that. And it's nice. It wakes me up so gradually. It's lovely. I used to love that. I can't have that anymore, Tom. Why I'm married. Can't have nice things. <laughs> it doesn't, that's not uh, an alarm clock. Up that at different times. It just doesn't work for two people. No. Why not? We get up at different times. That's what I just asked. <laughs> and also, it does like you need to be like if somebody's in your way, if it's on the other yeah, side yeah. of the bed, you know, they say like it works best if like you're facing, if you sleep on your side, mm-hmm. put it on the side that you're, or sleep on the side that's facing right, the alarm yeah. clock because that it hits your eyelids. Uh, that makes sense. There's some schmo in your way. Well, look, Tim, mine's a hundred. <laughs> First off, I don't know if your wife would appreciate being called some schmo. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I say that because it would definitely be on my side of the bed because I bought it. Oh, I see. I'd be the schmo. It was self-deprecating. It wasn't being mean to my wife. It's funny that that's where your mind went, though, Tom. You have a problem with my wife? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it afterwards. <clears throat> She's got a problem with you. I, I've been waiting for you to say this because I have a list of things that she wanted me to bring up to you. <laughs> that she's been begging. But she was just like, wait for him to make the first. Right. Uh, and then unleash this on yeah. him and put me on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. She's always on speakerphone. She's on speakerphone. Well, I know about the rules yeah. that you've been given. What, you, were you talking? Yes. Okay. So the alarm goes off, and this alarm clock, it's like a touch thing. I just have to tap it, and it will snooze for 10 minutes. And I think it it progressively snoozes for less and less time. Hold on. What? You have this alarm clock mm-hmm. that gently wakes you up yeah. with a light that gradually comes on and mm-hmm. bird song. Yeah. And you need to snooze? Sometimes. Sometimes I haven't gotten enough sleep. What a sick freak. Sometimes I haven't gotten enough sleep and I'm Uh, still tired. They should cart you off, (laughs) throw you in a hole, bury and fill the hole in. What? Bury you alive. Yeah. Um, No, I'm not proud of it. I don't want to hit the snooze button, which we'll get to when we talk about life hacks. Mm -hmm. But, uh, But sometimes I do. And this morning when I got up, I hit the snooze, I go back to sleep, it wakes me up again, I hit the snooze button, it wakes me up again, I hit the snooze button, wakes me up again, like immediately. I'm like, what the hell? And one of the buttons hasn't been working right. Uh, so Some hundred dollar. 
Yeah. Piece of crap. It turned out there was a goddamn owl outside my window. Wait, what? Yeah, there was an owl going, that kept waking me up. And I thought it was an alarm clock. There was an owl outside your window? It sounded like an owl. It was saying, because you didn't I, look, you didn't inspect further. No, because I didn't know what the hell was going on until I heard like flap, 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 like big flapping happening. <sighs> big flapping <laughs> happening. That's yeah. not what. That sounds like an owl to me. And you gotta move. <laughs> yeah, owls uh, are terrifying. I'm not afraid of bears. Uh-huh. I'm not afraid of sharks. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of owls <laughs> and squirrels. Yeah. Well, an owl could help you with your squirrel problem, though. So. The enemy yeah. of my enemy is my friend. That's true. No, you ever see an owl up close? Yeah. Have you, though? Yeah, I'm like field trips. Yeah. I saw one just standing in the road at a campground one time, <laughs> like a year ago. <laughs> I still see it when I close my eyes. Owls aren't going to go after you. They go after mice. Are you a mouse? Mm, mousy. <laughs> that, that is how you've been described <laughs> uh, frequently as mousy. So... uh yeah, that that was my morning routine this morning. What? I don't think you know what routine means. <laughs> well, it wasn't you my saw, normal. You might have heard an owl one time. That's not your morning routine. Well, I'm actually looking to to get my morning routine more streamlined because my morning me routine too. right now is not great. Uh, here's let me tell you what my morning routine is. I wake up. The first thing I have to do is put clothes on and take my dog outside to poop and or pee. You should just learn how to use the toilet. Tom. I know how to use the toilet. My dog doesn't. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sometimes I have to pee before she can even go out, which kind of feels like a jerk thing because she's like, I woke you up because I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Now you're going to go first. Yeah. She but wakes you up? Sometimes. You let your dog push you around? Some, I mean, she wakes you up before the birds and the owls wake you up. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, only really when she has to poop. When she has to poop, she can't wait. Yeah, uh, okay. she's got a huge bladder. I think because okay. that never is a problem. But mm-hmm. if she comes over and is like, "We gotta go out," she talks. Uh, that means pooping. So I go out. I take her outside. It takes about ten minutes or so. Uh, that stinks. I would resent my dog. <laughs> Well, don't get a dog then. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Re- I'm not happy about it all the time, but I don't resent her. I don't blame her. Yeah, but you can not blame her, but you can resent her. You can resent the fact that this is your life because of her. Yeah, but on the other end, it does get me up and out of bed because you know I'm thinking, well, if I don't get up, she's gonna poop on the floor, mm-hmm. and then we have to clean that. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just go outside. Right. It's not terrible. I think you've hit your limit for the number of times you can say poop this this episode. Okay? I don't think so. We'll see where this goes later when I get further into my morning routine. Uh, so I, I'm really trying to cut you <laughs> off. At the... I knew that's what was gonna happen. <laughs> no, I, actually, let me let me clear the air right away. I don't normally poop in the morning. Okay, cool. That's all you need to say okay. about it. I wish I could. I wish I could get on that schedule. So I. Walk her. I come back inside. I make six cups of coffee. Really? Well, like you know what what they say are cups. Yeah, which uh, is a cup. Six. It's the measurement of a cup. It's not oh, like a right, mug. Full. Right. It's not yeah. a mug of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, I put uh, four of the six cups into my uh, sixteen ounce thermos. You leave that thermos open so it could cool down a little bit. 
Yeah, that's um, what I do. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I just open it at work to to let it cool mm. off. Um, and then I have one cup of coffee, usually while looking at social media or something. And then I go and take a shower and get ready that way. And then I meditate if I have time for 20 minutes. And then I get up and go out. Now, some days I have to move my car in the morning. And those days I move my car. Question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of being proactive in moving your car the night before? Uh, it doesn't really work. I'd have to change my whole schedule to do it that way. Because the way I do it now, I'm moving it from a spot where it's fine until 1130. I'm moving it from there to a spot that you can't uh, park 8 to Tom, 10. I'll, inter- I'll interrupt <laughs> you there. I regret asking the question and I withdraw. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do have to move it one afternoon a week, one afternoon a week, two mornings a week. That's when I have to move my car around. And then I get on the subway, I go to work. And then when I get to work, I drink that coffee that I made. Nice. Yeah. That's my morning routine. What is your morning routine? My morning, oh no, (laughs) I screwed it up already. My morning routine, my alarm goes off. I have an alarm that I set on my phone. Uh-huh. Goes How do you off. use your phone? You don't have like a, a thing on your desk or on your nightstand? You know, I did. Yeah. And then this is embarrassing. Okay. The AC or the DC adapter uh-huh. like got screwed up. Yeah. So I had to buy a new one, mm-hmm. but I haven't. And it's been like six months that just a... a, a an alarm clock that's not plugged in has been yeah. sitting on my bedside yeah, it's table. Gotta go Radio Shack. They can fix that in a jiffy. Tom, get this. There used to be a Radio Shack right near my apartment. Yeah. It's not there anymore. Well, this place called The closed, Shack. Right? It's a cool place called The Shack. <laughs> Remember? They thought that was going to happen? Yeah. Anyway. They thought having the word radio in their store that's was, what was the holding problem. Back, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my alarm clock goes off at 5.56. One time a guy soldered things for me at Radio Shack. I was very appreciative. Did he then try to get your address? Uh, no, this was like before they did that kind of stuff, I think. Man, they really turned into a weird business. Yeah. Like for a while they were like, hey, this is, uh, you can get stuff that you need here. We're like right. a niche store, but we're a chain and. We got, we got all different adapters and converters. That's what we do here. Batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. The, hey, you need something electronic and weird and small? We've got it. Then it, would, it just became a scheme to get your address and phone number so they could sell it to people. Yeah, or try and get you to switch to Sprint. Yeah, nobody's ever switched to Sprint. <laughs> Not <laughs> no. one person has ever switched to, to Sprint. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, this one time I needed an adapter that they didn't have, and the man uh, sold me all the parts for it and then built it himself with a soldering iron. Mm. This is like in high school. Really? What did you? What were you trying to make? Some sort of um, weapon to? No, it wasn't a weapon. It was a. Because I remember you were always threatening kids <laughs> at school. Threatening anything. It was a. It was a power adapter for like a webcam, and I don't know why I didn't. Where have... were you putting the webcam though? <laughs> Uh, just on my desk. You saw American <laughs> Pie, and you were like, "Ah, I got an idea." Yeah, no, I forget why. Uh, if I remember why, I'll I'll let you know later. Okay, please interrupt me, no matter what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, 
my alarm goes off. It's 5.56 a.m. That's what time you get up? I sometimes bound out of bed. Mm-hmm. I'll change into my running clothes. I didn't say, by the way, I get up at 8 a.m. Okay. Must be nice. Sometimes uh, it's news. Go to the gym down the street from my home. Every day. I run for a bit. <laughs> uh-huh. A uh, couple miles. Come back. Take a shower. Meditate. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. Uh, my wife is waking up. Uh, I'll make myself some oatmeal. I'll put some blueberries. Variety of nuts. Some ground flax. I put some blues on. <laughs> Sometimes I'll put on like uh what what what's a big record Willie Nor- Nelson Stardust yeah you ever listen to that in the morning <laughs> did you say what's a big record <laughs> <laughs> that's a big record I've been listening to a lot uh, in the morning it's 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 a nice uh, thing uh, I'll do that so oh sometimes I'll drink the uh, athletic greens before mm-hmm. I go for my run yeah uh, I take my variety of medicines mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> <laughs> I take the the uh, three dozen medicines that keep me alive. I take some uh, some vitamins. Uh huh. Vitamin B complex. You get that. D. Now you get that shot in your butt, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a team comes over every morning because <laughs> uh, I scream. I need three people to hold me down. <laughs> well, well, one person plunges a syringe into your ass yeah. cheek. Uh, and uh, uh. At that point, I'll I'll get dressed. I'll uh, brush my teeth. Actually, I brush my teeth before. Usually, I brush my teeth before the run with a with a handheld, mm-hmm. <laughs> regular yeah. and analog. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And then uh, after I've had my breakfast, I'll use the. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm glad you made the noise. <laughs> the electric. Yeah. Uh, and then off to work for me, around eight a.m. Okay. That's Monday usually, mm-hmm. and Tuesday. <laughs> if I stay up on Monday night, anytime after 9 p.m., I just sleep till 8 o'clock on Tuesday and like rush, maybe shower, uh, put some clothes on and just like walk out the door. Yeah, I was going to say, do you, uh, you were talking about a uh, friend of the show, Garfield the Cat, earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you hate Mondays the way Garfield does? I don't hate them, I fear them. How so? Well, you know me. I don't like having to do anything ever. <laughs> right. Right? And like this is uh this is not uh like I I feel like remember when Office Space came out in the nineties mm-hmm. and it was the joke when it's like yeah, if you won the, the lottery, Mondays. what would you do? And you'd be like, <laughs> if I won the lottery, I'd just do nothing. Like yeah. I think that's what I would do. <laughs> I was visiting uh friends of ours who just had a baby mm-hmm. and uh the the uh our, our friend she was saying uh yeah like it's gonna it, it gets like really isolating because I'm just like you know the baby Take, sleeps yeah, a lot during the day of, yeah but like you know but it's it's just you you don't you don't do anything all right day. it's it's and it's not like a lot of active time but it's mostly but, but just, you gotta be at the ready yeah and I was just like nobody's asking you to do anything except for the baby. Like, why don't you just watch TV all day? Doesn't that sound great? Yeah. Well, what are they doing? I don't know. They're, like, that they're does get monotonous. All day. They're not watching. They're not TV people. They're better than that, Tom. Come on. Get a TV. Yeah. But, like, I think most people are like that, where it's like, 
yeah, no, that that does get monotonous right. and uh, like uh, lonely and yeah. Uh, but Isolating. me, I'd just be like, hey, why don't you just watch TV? <laughs> I would watch TV if I had permission to, and like had enough food to keep me going. Right. Next twenty five years, don't bother me. I'll I'll eat the food, <laughs> watch TV. <laughs> you see, your primary concern is that people would bother you thinking you're not eating the food. <laughs> Yeah. Don't bother. I'll eat the food. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I, I, I don't hate Mondays. Uh-huh. Um, but I would rather I would like a I would like a world when the Monday never came. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. You'd what? like a asteroid to smash into the earth? No, where like the the weekend, my leisure time would last forever. Yeah. But then I try to throw myself into the week. Mm-hmm. And I feel friggin' great on Mondays because of this. But if you wake up, you know, before 6 a.m., mm-hmm. you can't go to bed at like 11.30 yeah. and then do it again. And You're exhausted. Like, yeah. So I stink. I'm the worst person on earth. Uh, and then I, maybe Thursday I'll get it back. Mm-hmm. But you know, Right, yeah. just in time for the weekend to come back. Yeah. That's what uh, I don't, I mean, you know, I, I'm lucky in that like I don't have a nine to five, but- I don't, uh, I like Mondays because usually by the end of the week, I feel like I've screwed up everything. <laughs> like I've just gotten like off track with everything that I meant to accomplish that week. So I, on Sunday, I'm always like, yeah, all right, Monday, here we go. All right. Another time chance. to turn my life around. <laughs> yep. Time, but- to, time to turn everything around for good. Yeah. And that lasts until later that day on Monday. Yeah. Then. Sometimes it doesn't get that. Sometimes by the time I've gotten to work, that's gone away. But after the break, we'll discuss how to not fall into that pitfall yourself. You're listening to The Complete Guide to Everything, the podcast. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look. Well, well now, that, now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com, that's F-R-A-M.com, and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara... You can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials 
like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, no, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash guide. All right, so you've heard about how our morning routines work. I don't know why I'm doing this episode so, uh, like, talking to I'm telling you, man, we're all thrown off. (laughs) Because we recorded late last week, right? So I feel like we just friggin' recorded. Sick of it. We did. We did just record. Uh, Let's talk about uh, what what experts say you should do instead of what we do. Now, you're ahead of the curve, at least. You're getting up early. Because some of these people, uh, they wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell Mm you, Bob Iger wakes up at 4.15. That's the CEO of Disney. Yeah. Walt Disney's son, Bob Iger. His grandson. Walt Disney's grandson. Mickey Mouse's grandson. (laughs) Well, the grandson of Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney. Right. Bob Iger. 4.15. Yeah. What time does he go to sleep? I don't know. See, that's the thing they don't tell you. Yeah, but some of these guys are maniacs. Like uh, they don't they sleep like four hours a night. Yeah. Also, see, this guy wakes up and he's what in his sixties. Yeah, I would assume he wakes up at four fifteen. He probably goes to bed at like eight thirty or nine, <laughs> yeah. right? But and he he wakes up and he like exercises and then like he has a, a an email and and phone blackout mm-hmm. until he's done his morning routine. But again, if I were him, but what if they're like, what if there's a bunch of emails that's like, we lost all the Star Wars movies. What do you mean? Like they email him and they're like, we can't find them. He's not going to know we where lost they are. The man. He wouldn't know where they are. He's the CEO. Yeah, the CEO doesn't concern himself with he where they keep them. He keeps them movie. all in his vault, the Disney uh, the vault. the Disney vault. Yeah. Well, that's usually what he says. Have you checked the Disney vault? Yeah, and then they do, and they're and like, I, oh, oh yeah. All, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Roger. Yeah, so that's, that's precisely <laughs> why, Tom. Right. He gets a lot of... Emails that are desperate, like five emails, and then the yeah. sixth was, we, the, we found it, don't worry. Yeah, it's freaking uh, Donald Duck's grandson. is like, <laughs> we lost Star Wars. It's right. like, no, you idiot. Check the Disney vault. It's where you keep all the, the, the movies. Well, I was going to say that that's like another- uh, And the original Muppets. They locked them in the vault. Well, they'll decay otherwise, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the they'll felt. decay. Felt decays. But clothes, they don't, they don't keep. Yeah, the clothes fall apart. I still wear my army <laughs> uniform from and uh, well, Korea, and, that, and that's stolen valor, Tim. I've told you that multiple times. I get discounts at the mall. Um, uh, a lot of people. So, like, I, I did some research into uh, people surprisingly even more effective than us 
their routines. And one of the big ones that a lot of people have is uh, like no screens in the morning, that they yeah. don't check their email. They don't. Uh, I'm assuming since this part, I mean, it, it in practice doesn't matter, but it's part of the reason why I like having an alarm clock and mm-hmm. say the alarm on my phone. Cause then my phone isn't in my hand before I'm even conscious. Right. Once you turn off the alarm, it's like, well, let's see what else is on yeah. this dopamine device. Sometimes I forget to turn off my alarm and just immediately go into Instagram. <laughs> I'll still go like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget why I picked up my phone. Um, uh, but but I'm saying that I, you know, that I I like having an alarm so I don't pick up my phone right away. That delays me picking up my phone by about three seconds. Yeah. So in, in reality, but I would love to change that behavior. And what do you not, think about this? Okay. Keeping like I'm phone. not gonna I'm not gonna split a bed with you, and especially not you and your wife if that's what you're gonna ask. First of all, why would you rule that out all of a sudden? And second of all, why would you think that I was going to say that? I thought you were going to say it because you're like, I have an idea. We'll start sleeping in the same bed and then we can keep each other in check. We'll keep our, our phones on each other's sides of the bed and you'll have to ask the person for That's their phone. That's not a terrible idea, Tom. <laughs> I feel like we would fall into a routine where we would just hand each other each phone. It's like, I want my phone. He wants his phone. Right. We're going to do this. And we're going to, and yeah. we'd both be passing Ooh, Tom them Tom wants his phone? No, what a surprise. No, we're not going to do that every morning. Yeah. And then probably your wife would start getting real upset. Like, why is he still sleeping here if you guys are going to pass your phones over my head every morning anyway? She'd be long gone, Tom. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about putting the phone in the other room? I mean, it's a good idea. Right? Yeah. And guess what? I don't have a landline. Mm-hmm. You have a landline. Yeah. See, because I'm just like, well, no, I need my phone. What if there's an emergency? Yeah. Someone needs to get in contact with me. Mm-hmm. Right? And if my phone's in the other room, right. I'm unreachable for eight hours. Yeah. That's not that's not good. I've been ridiculed every time I brought up the idea of getting a landline in my home. Yeah. Yeah. By everybody, for, by my wife, by my parents. And I'm just like, you guys are the reason You're I have where I the, got the idea yeah. for a landline. You're where I got the idea of being <laughs> anxious about everything all the time. <laughs> you raised me this way. <laughs> you made me worried. Uh, you should get a landline. I mean, I have just like a box that I plug in that mm-hmm. makes my Google Voice number a landline, and then it's got a regular phone plugged into it. Do you get a uh, any like spam calls all the time? Uh, like, is it as widespread as spam calls on your mobile device? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think it does filter a decent amount. I, I think you can also probably just like the phone set it of like to only you know ring if it's uh only ring if somebody's died a a favorite number or whatever um oh no you know you know i have it set up to do is if it's an unknown number uh the person has to talk to a robot before they can talk to me Mm. so it asks them it's like you know but uh, how does the robot assess if they should put the call through i think it just assesses that it's not that it's a person Uh, i don't know a robot it seems to do fine can you set your phone to be like hey don't make any other noises but ring if a phone call is coming through 
I don't think so. I think do not disturb is if somebody calls twice in a row. Or if they're a favorite, I think. Mm. Oh, so that would do it then. Yeah. Because you could just keep the sound on, keep it in the other room, mm-hmm. but then have that do not wake disturb me up. on. That wouldn't wake me up. But hook it up to your uh, sound system. Now that's the first <laughs> smart thing you've ever said in your whole life. It's like, wake you up terrified. <laughs> um, also, my stupid, both for work mm-hmm. and- at home, I like if somebody buzzes, it rings my oh, phone. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, it's New York City. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it, People are always coming and going out of your apartment all times of night. <laughs> no, like some you know uh, people knucklehead hits the button. Yeah, like trying to get into a building, yeah. especially like uh, at work. You mm-hmm. know, just like a, a building in Manhattan. Yeah, somebody's gonna be buzzing just up to no good. Mm-hmm. Buzzes my phone. Ah, it buzzes I... your phone when somebody's at work trying to buzz yeah, it? Yeah, uh-huh. Well, that's nuts. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> I got to just smash this thing, man. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. I'll... I don't have a problem with my phone at night, really. Like, I don't look at my phone in bed all that much. No. I but I do in the morning. Like, I will if I'm tired and I'm like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. I'm like, well, let me check every social media network before I get up. Yeah. Another tip about getting up, turn roll over before you get up in, in the morning. Uh, what is this, a tip for dogs? Yeah. What is this, a tip for rover? When you roll over and get up from your stomach, you're putting less strain on your back and neck. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares, Tim? The, Bob Iger probably rolls over every morning. Bob Iger rolls over for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you watch your mouth. Uh, here's a big one that I wanted to talk about. Uh, the idea that you should try to set yourself up to make as few decisions as possible in the morning. Because yeah. in the morning is when your willpower is at its greatest. You, you've recharged your willpower because you can deplete it, apparently. Uh, and you deplete it by making decisions. So if you don't have to make decisions in the morning, if everything's kind of set up, you don't have to go, oh, what do I want for breakfast? Oh, what do I want to wear today? Oh, should I make my bed or shouldn't I make my bed? Uh, you'll have a better day. My Monday mornings, Tom, mm-hmm. you set an instant pot. I make my oatmeal in the instant pot. It starts, uh, it immediately starts cooking yeah. at like, uh, like 520. So by the time I'm up, it's, it's, it's ready. The coffee starts brewing before I get up. Mm-hmm. I got my, uh, I got my shorts and my, my, uh, running gear mm-hmm. right next to my bed. Right. So it's like Some it's, people even say sleep in your gym clothes. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not a friggin' maniac. Yeah. But think about it. If you wake up and you have to like get out of your gym clothes to put on other clothes. Yeah. You'd feel pretty <laughs> shitty. Yeah. So you'd be yeah. like, oh, forget it. I'll just go to the gym. Yeah. You know what I need? Cause uh, I could name a few things you need. The 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 toughest thing is is putting the shoes on, you know, like if it, like that's the most time consuming part. Power laces. Yeah, the, Nike's got them, man. We're supposed to have them. They have them. They've got shoes with power laces now. Yeah. They're expensive and they don't work all that great, and you have to charge your shoes every night. <laughs> but they do exist. Um, uh, what do you think about the idea of wearing the same thing every day, so you don't have to make a decision in the morning about what to wear? I love it. Mm-hmm. However, I do the the similar thing of deciding the night before. No, I have 
eight shirts or no, I have six shirts that are appropriate to wear out. Uh-huh. Um, I have like same amount of sweaters, yeah. same amount of pants, and like anything goes with anything. Right. So like anything that's clean, mm-hmm. I can just grab and put on. Yeah, that's that's me for the most part. Like I don't have to expend that much willpower deciding what I'm gonna wear. Yeah. It's like uh, these are the the shirts I wear. <laughs> And there really aren't that many yeah. of them. You're the the three pairs of jeans that I wear. Now uh, you have to resign yourself to being the guy that everybody knows just like has a few shirts. Yeah. And a couple pairs that's of fine. pants. That's fine. I mean, I don't talk to anybody at my work anyway, so it's Me fine. I should really just start wearing the same thing every day. It would probably just make it yeah. a lot easier. I kind of, I hate that things turned into like life hacky, here's how to achieve like ultimate tech success. pro dominance. Yeah. Uh where it's just like that should just be we should all like in college mm-hmm. I wore the same clothes all the time because I just wanted to have a uniform. Yeah. I wanted to be like a cartoon character. Right. Well and that's what, you know, uh, people say about school uniforms mm-hmm. for like uh private schools and stuff that and that way nobody feels the need to join a gang. Right. Which was uh a need I often felt in school. Because we were allowed to wear different clothes. Mm-hmm. I joined the Hell's Angels. Wow, you if must the have Hell's been, Angel. You must have been one of their stab me in the neck right now. One, one of their youngest <laughs> members, and especially surprising considering you can't ride a motorcycle. Yeah, but I'm tougher than all of them. They, they, <laughs> oh wow, they Do I have to cut that out? Am I gonna? <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think the Hell's Angels are that big of a deal. <laughs> They're gonna kill both of us. <laughs> We're gonna be hunted down later this evening. People are people are hearing it say this, but they they have already heard before the the episode. Like um, on this week's episode, we just want to make clear that uh, we had some fun at the expense <laughs> of the Hell's Angels. Uh, we respect them; they're the toughest guys on earth. They're we the meant toughest no, guys going. <laughs> we meant no disrespect. Uh, we are Hell's Angels fans all the way. Yeah, it was a joke because of how much we respect the Hell's Angels. They know that, of course, we would be terrified of them. What about this one? I hadn't heard this one. Uh, in you ever si- hear a podcast where you're, it's like uh, somebody's like, uh, just a programming note. Uh, this was uh, taped before the death. <laughs> of, so, it's, so it's like, oh, they talked shit about a recently deceased I person. haven't heard that because I'm surprised. Like, just pull it if you're. It's a podcast, man. You can't pull it. Don't put it out. If you've got to record a disclaimer, cut that part out of the yeah, thing or don't release that episode. There. What if you went off on a really sweet riff? If it's about somebody who's like recently brutally killed, then save it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the. That's why we only talk about people who are never going to die on the show, mm-hmm. like me and you. Uh, oh, the one that uh, I hadn't heard before. Instead of hitting the snooze button, have yourself a big glass of water. Mm. And apparently that's supposed to like wake you up? No, like you wake up naturally dehydrated. I do know that. Okay, that makes sense. However, cuz I was also seeing people saying most people wait to like drink water until later in the day and that's wrong. You should be yeah. drinking like first thing in the morning. I I see that making sense. I think that's a but that's like saying like 
instead of uh, going back into the warm embrace of your slumber, yeah. get up and run a few miles. Like, yeah, of course that that would be the right thing, but like, well, that's but, the opposite thing. Like, well, instead drink- of going back to sleep. Don't go back to sleep and do something good. Well, but drinking a glass of water is a lot easier than running a few miles. It's still harder than going back to That's sleep. That's true. But I've never, ever hit the snooze button and been happy. Oh, I have. You're happy in the moment, but mm-hmm. you never wake up like, oh, that 10 minutes was just what I needed. Sometimes I set my alarm early knowing that it's going to take a few snoozes. Yeah, but then you know that going into it. Mm-hmm. So, but the psychological effect mm. is like if I set it, if I know like okay, I want to get up at seven, mm-hmm. I'm gonna actually set my alarm for six ten. You know, I can snooze a bunch of times, and then by the time I wake up, it's like fine enough of this waking up every right. eight minutes. And your wife is probably furious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and how? Um, Shame is really my motivator for getting up in the morning. Uh, two of the other things I read about, like this, this goes back to when you're still in bed. Stretch out in bed. Try and like stretch, like make yourself real big. Apparently, mm-hmm. that helps. That yeah, scares bears away too. Yeah. Uh, and take a big breath, like a real big breath. I wish I could. And then bro- blow that breath out like you're blowing out birthday candles, they say. Okay. Eh, couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. But neither of those things could hurt. Is that so it makes you feel excited like it's your birthday? Mm. Oh, it's my birthday today. And then it's by the t- by the time you actually get up, you're like, hey, it's not my <laughs> birthday. Uh, I think it's more that... But I've already drank this big glass of water, so I'm not going to go back to sleep. I think it's more about getting uh, a bunch of oxygen in. Mm-hmm. Getting like getting yourself primed up with oxygen. Winston Churchill woke up at 7.30 every morning. Even when the war was happening? Yeah. Come on. And he stayed in bed until 11 a.m. <laughs> Even when the war was happening? Uh, his staff came into him... He ate breakfast and read the newspaper. Wow. That was a miracle that uh, he wound up uh, defeating the Germans. Um, so they say uh, that the the main thing that most successful people have in common about their morning routines is meditation. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I read that in a Tim Ferriss book. <laughs> okay. But um, I believe it. Um. Especially these days, I think I think that's going to be a thing. I think I'm going to try to do that for like two weeks straight. You said you do it every morning. No, I do it on Mondays, oh, okay. and then I <laughs> sleep until 8 a.m. the next morning. Yeah, all right, right. Um, but like, especially these days, like, just like being like, everybody shut the fuck up for a second. Oh, yeah. just <laughs> and Let me just sit here. Yeah. Um, no, it's great. No, no stimulus. Yeah. If you can be like, it's for my health. Yeah. No, I but mean, it is. It is. And that is, uh, uh, yeah, aside from, so I do it almost every day. Uh, and aside from the like good effects of, of actually doing it, there is definitely an effect of like, okay, I need to make sure I have 20 minutes in the morning to do this. So I have to get everything done. Right. Because I'm going to give this some importance. And it is kind of that, uh, like, settling down before the day starts. Uh, and uh, 
yeah, just kind of having having a relax before anything mm-hmm. even happens. Yeah, I love it. Lazy. It's great. It's not lazy. <laughs> huh, I need to relax. You haven't even done anything yet. But I'm getting my brain tuned back down so it can rev back up. Um, there are a lot of articles written in like the newspaper. No, like the magazines. Yeah, the ma- the magazines that are like. Here's how to be like uh, Apple and Google, right? <laughs> okay. You know those those magazines? No. Oh, yeah, like uh, Fast Company. Yeah, and like Ink and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're all just like, here are the morning routines of successful people that you should emulate. Yeah. Richard Branson mm-hmm. goes into the ocean. The world's most famous virgin. Yeah. He swims uh, uh, the perimeter of his private island Okay, and then does uh does some kite surfing uh-huh. before playing some tennis, um, and that's how he starts every morning. So you should do that if you want to be successful, like Richard Branson. Just swim around your private island, kite surfing. I don't have a private island. I'd have to swim around Manhattan. I think that would take me uh, most of the day, probably. It would kill you. <laughs> yeah, and I'd die of for ten different your reasons. Your skin would melt off your bones. Yeah. Um, Anna Wintour mm-hmm. start, uh, She's the editor-in-chief of Vogue, Tom She's the one She's the devil that wears Prada mm, That's never been confirmed That's slander <laughs> uh, She uh, At 5.45am She has an hour-long tennis match Wait, what? At the Midtown Tennis Club in New York Against who? Some sycophant, yeah. some lackey, probably. So if that happens at 4.45, what time does she wake Just up? Just let an underling let you beat them in tennis every morning. Yeah. 5.45. 5.45. But also, like, she wakes up and is probably carried to, <laughs> you know, to, to to her limo. Well, she's not carried, but yeah, there's a car waiting for her that takes her they there. They carry her like Kevin Costner carries Whitney Houston in The Bodyguard. Uh, well, that would, I mean, probably if she just walked herself out of her apartment, she wouldn't need the, uh, hour of tennis every day. Yeah, but that's why she does it. Yeah. It's how she stays so thin. She's very thin. Mm-hmm. She wears big glasses. She does Sunglasses. wear big glasses. You think she wears those while she's playing tennis? Maybe. Keep her eyes protected? Yeah. Uh, you have any other, uh, uh. Are those the only the only two successful people's routines you have? What do you mean? Anna Wintour, Richard Branson, Winston Churchill, Bob Iger. Oh, that's four people. I forgot about the other ones. Um, Jeff Bezos uh-huh. doesn't check email in the morning. He has breakfast at home. Yeah, but he probably, he probably has Alexa tell him what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's probably like, Alexa, what's, what's going on? She's like, here's what I found. You, yeah, you bald dummy. What? And then he's like, "What?" And but then, what's he gonna do? Fire Alexa at right. this point? Well, and then he probably says to his, oh, "This is what she said to me this morning." They're like, "We checked the logs. There's nothing about that." Mm. And then he's like, "Am I losing my bald mind?" Somebody's <laughs> <laughs> wondering to himself. Do you think like Jeff Bezos must have like a team of trusted people under him, right? Oh yeah, of course. What if they? All conspired to make him think he was losing his mind. Yeah, I mean they could, but I don't think it's in any of their best interests. Why they they have enough stock? I'm sure that they could 
uh, live a thousand lifetimes like a king, just like him. Right? Well, why would they want to make him uh, believe that? Just to take him down a few notches. No, because these people love him. That's how they got to that position. No, he's their boss. Nobody loves their boss. They, I bet the people that are right under him, I bet they've been, they've drank the Kool Aid a thousand. They'd percent. like to put him in an Amazon Prime box and ship him off to Abu Dhabi, <laughs> which is uh, what Garfield wanted to do with Snoopy with Nermal. Nermal, sorry. Did Garfield ever meet Snoopy? Maybe in not some, Snoopy. Like, don't I, do I meant drugs Odie. <laughs> some don't do drugs ad. I meant Odie. Uh, the don't do drugs universe is pretty rich, you know. Like it was like when the Ninja Turtles would meet Heathcliff. Yeah, and you're like, what? How these sizes don't even match. Yeah, up. but this is like we are the world, but for <laughs> all the oh, the Wish Kids there now. Right. Oh, and and they're all animated poorly. They all kind of don't look exactly right. Um. Yeah, I don't think Jeff Bezos uh, people would be interested in. Uh, uh, well. Gaslighting him any... for no reason <laughs> <laughs> to take him down a peg. They take him down. Some new guy comes in and fires them all and gets his own people in there. No, maybe they can make him think he's going crazy and they can take over. And then it's like, I'm Bezos now. Yeah, but then at some point they'd all turn against each other. Also, it wouldn't yeah, work. Yeah, that happens all the time and everything. Also, it wouldn't work because one of these people would tell Bezos what's going on. And then guess what? <laughs> Something happens to that guy. <laughs> you kill that guy. That's what you're saying. <laughs> so now, you, now they're getting into murder again for no reason. <laughs> to take Jeff Bezos down a bit. The, the guy gotta... who all these people directly under him are millionaires because of him. Yeah, but enough billionaires. Probably even some of yeah, them. Yeah, and they're probably like enough is enough. Let's <laughs> enough take is them enough. Down they're pick. like, no, we. Uh, wow, this is great. I'm so rich. And when also, will enough be enough for these people? I I agree, but I don't think any of them are going to decide on their own. Enough is enough. Let's start gaslighting Jeff Bezos to drive him crazy. Some compelling points you make, Tom. If you like the show, you can find out more by going to tcgte.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And if you want to support the show, Go to tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and check out patreon.com slash complete guide for our secondary podcast, Books of Podcasts. This week is week two of reading Papa, the the story of Papa John's by John H. Schneider. Schneider? Schnatter. Schnatter. <laughs> John H. Schnatter. Uh, I'm reading it. I'm telling Tim all about it. Uh, he's a great man. Uh, that was uh, unfairly cast aside by society. I thought you were saying I was a great man. No, I'm talking about Papa John. No, he's not a great man. He sucks. Uh, and pay us money to find out how. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, Tim, are you gonna, are you walking away with any new morning routines? Any Anything you're going to put into practice? No, because I know what I have to do. Yeah. I know what makes me... like I, I do it once a week, right. and it makes me feel great. You know what I need? I need a nighttime routine that works for me that will convince me that it's okay to you know that that'll get me Well, one of the one of the popular nighttime routines from these maniacs is uh at night they uh make a list of everything they want to do tomorrow. 
You ever yeah. do that? No, because then, then like, you're thinking about tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, well, I'd like to just enjoy tonight. Exactly. Like at some point, if everything becomes so goal and achievement based, it's like, when do I relax? Right. Just the 20 minutes that I've allotted in the morning for meditation. Yeah. Well, if you want to become a billionaire, which I know you've frequently yeah. said you do. The That's reason what's required. The reason I stay up late is because I don't want the next day to come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm sure as hell not going to make a list <laughs> yeah. where I have to think about the next exactly. day. Exactly. They're just going to make it come even faster, yeah. you idiots. You make a list and then immediately go to bed so it comes right away. I guess one of the ways to become a very productive person is to not constantly be afraid of the next day. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all working on that, aren't we? All right. Uh, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.